Welcome back to the Cheryl Reeve Show, part of the TalkNorth.com podcast network. Uh, a lot of different topics to get to today. National, international, WNBA, ratings up, all kinds of good stuff. I do want to start, though, with Sylvia Fowles winning the WNBA Cares Community Assist Award, Cheryl. Yeah, uh, super proud of Syl. Um, you know, we know the great work that she does on the court. Um, but I think, you know, just I think people got to see more about what, what Syl uh, loves to do, which is to be generous and give back. And so through her, her, um, Viking interest, uh, she was involved in some philanthropic, uh, work with regard to giving away bikes. And then, uh, also with regard to some food insecurity. So, uh, it's a big time award in our league. And, and I know that's a, that's a huge feather in Sill's cap and we're, we're awfully proud of her. Yeah. It's so cool when somebody, you know, we've all admired and watched, you know, she's going to continue to do great things, uh, whatever realm she decides to work in. So cool to start this show with another Sylvia Fowles reference. I'm sure it won't be the last. Uh, we do have some WNBA news to get to here. We have a final four. Uh, I want to get Cheryl's thoughts on that. I want to remind you, this is part of the talknorth.com podcast network. Our producer today is Brianne Burdett. Uh, we appreciate you listening to the network. Thanks to our longtime sponsors, including Livia, Rudy Luther Toyota, Cara Quinn, Successful Marketing Group, All Energy Solar, and TSR Injury Law. Best way to listen to this show, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's easy. You can always also go to talknorth.com, see all the shows and the archives of the shows, or you can follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod, see the shows as they are released. And thanks again for listening. We do appreciate it. Any thoughts on the, the uh, WNBA Final Four and the fact that the ratings over the first couple of uh, rounds are up uh, about forty-five to fifty percent. Yeah, well, well, no surprise on the on the latter. Um, you know, when, when you can, and we've talked about this on the show for uh, a couple of years now, and and you know, yeah. just the idea that um, you know, put it on and and put it on in places that we can find it, and and you know, it's consistent, and uh, and and we're seeing sort of you know what we've always talked about that. Uh, there is a market, and, and and we're showing that, and it comes at a good time as as we uh, come to a close on the first deal uh, that the league signed with ESPN. Uh, so it comes at a good time in terms of you know proving our value. It's what people have always said uh, that it's about ratings, and and so if it's about ratings, here we are. Uh, our ratings are better than the MLS. Uh, so if that's truly what the the metric is, then we should see a substantial substantial. Uh, deal for the league, which will will go a long, long way. You know, th- this is something that men's leagues have all the time at their disposal in terms of income, and that's TV dollars. Uh, and it's about time that the WNBA uh, gets to experience that as well. Uh, with regard to the teams that are that are that are playing, I don't think a huge surprise. Um, I think for for me, I thought maybe that the uh, the series that would go to three games didn't, and that's the Washington Seattle series. I. I feel expected that to be really interesting, and you know, it would have been uh, really something in the first year of, of the the tweaked format uh, to have a lower seed hosting a game three. We saw that twice. Uh, it, it didn't prove to be uh, enough to get uh, New York or, or Dallas over the hump, but it might have happened in Washington. Uh, so, but but not to be, and, and the the top four teams are are probably what most of us thought was going to happen. By the way, do you like the uh, format? I don't like the first round. I, I would like for us to normalize what we do in the playoffs. And, you know, we're always having to, you know, kind of figure out something less. And I just think if we just would do, you know, five game series throughout the playoffs, that, that is the better path. Uh, I recognize some of the challenges in terms of the footprint of the season. Um, but there's just no, there's no, I think at this point, there's no use in 
you know, like what, what if we're on display uh, because uh, Dallas would have, you know, beat a higher seat on their court because of the, uh, of the format. And, you know, we were absolutely in favor of the change away from the single elimination. We fought long and hard for that. Uh, we had to kind of, it's like, a, you know, like a bill in Congress, like you have to settle for some other shit you just didn't want to do. Uh, <laughs> that, that was, that, that was what was one of them. Um, and, and, you know, with the idea that, you know, hopefully we're not too far away from, again, you know, getting a five game series. Um, and, you know, because ultimately some of the things that we argued was that, you know, the, the travel would be the same. Um, you know, so it's not like it's more about the number of games and, and our TV partner being interested in putting on more games throughout the playoffs. So there, there are challenges there that we're still working through that hopefully, uh, we're not too far away from, from getting that, not having these, these, uh, potential talking points about our league that we just don't want. By the way, when does your TV deal come up? Uh, 2024 is the final, final year. Uh, so that, that season's end of 2024. Okay. Got it. Um, uh- also, by the way, you, you brought up a, a really good point about men's leagues. The amazing thing during my career, you know, I started covering pro men's sports in 1989. Yes, I'm old. And uh, it, it what stuns me is how much money has been wasted in, in men's mm-hmm. leagues. It's how much money gets thrown around for really no yeah. good reason. How much money they get up front uh, without having to, to – prove that it's going to be anything that's something in particular is going to be profitable, how much su- they get in terms of, you know, state and, and, uh, local subsidies. And also, uh, just the fact that, you know, everybody knows that, that franchise and league values are going to increase over time. So there's really no pressure, you know, they don't, they don't right. feel any that's pressure. Right. Uh, it's the women's league. As you said, every, every dollar has to be justified before you even have access to it. That's right. That's right. And that's the ways in which we continue to marginalize women, uh, whether it's in business or, or sport. It's really on display when, when we talk about, uh, you know, obviously what we love is, is women's sports. And, um, you know, it, it, it feels like things are changing, but it's just maddening uh, the pace and the, the lack of, you know, we talk about Title IX. Well, obviously, pro sports are, you know, not uh, pr- you know, protected under under Title IX, but just still the, the lack of compliance with Title IX for all those years. And, you know, it's the people that are in charge and making decisions that don't want to be in compliance. They'll find ways to, you know, just like you do in business, you try to find ways to avoid, uh, you know, trying to, you know, be in compliance with whatever, you know, laws are on the books, um, you know, in the name of what they see as, um, you know, making money. Uh, but it was, we saw with the NCA white paper that, um, we're, we're actually women's sports have been marginalized in such a way to the tune of millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Uh, and so if you think about if we were not held back all those years, where we'd be, you know, so we just need people, you know, we talked about ownership. I think our league is moving towards having owners that are seeing women's sports the same way they see as men's sports. Um, there, there's fandom around it. There is a real passion behind it. Uh, it's not something that was done 25 years ago. Hey, hey, you know, uh, if I do this, you do this for me. If I take on a WNBA team, then let me do this on the NBA side. We don't have that. We have people that are really interested uh, in the league and believe in its ability to grow uh, and see it as a growth stock. And there's a great deal of investment. Um, you know, I, I think hopefully uh, our franchise will be, you know, uh, leaders as, as Glenn Taylor has, has done for us for so many years. Uh, hopefully that will continue, but there's, there's opportunity there and, and big parts of it. Uh, matter of fact, I was driving home, um, you know, from Wisconsin, uh, yesterday and, uh, came upon, you know, passing Allianz field. And, 
Um, and we said, gosh, you know, think about how many days that just sits there with nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just, but how we think nothing, just to your point, we think nothing of just building a stadium for, for men's sport. And we just won't do that for women's sports because they would say the same thing. Well, we don't want it to, we don't want to build you a place because then what are we going to do with it the days you're not there? Well, the same thing you do when the MLS is not there at Allianz Field or uh, other stadiums that we just blindly, you know, uh, we just, like you said, we're just do it. It's going to, they believe it's going to be successful. And then with women, they don't have that same mindset. And, and that's, that's obviously what we're working to change. And I think that the numbers are proving um, that despite those barriers, um, you know, we are, we are smashing, um, you know, I think in terms of uh, the, the proof, if you will. No doubt about it. Uh, in terms of the final four, obviously with your connections and your experience, you, ha- you know, so many of these people well, uh, what are you looking for? Because you're also, and you're also the team USA coach. When you watch these games, do you watch for enjoyment? Do you watch for scouting purposes? Do you, or, you know, what, what's your mindset as you watch the games? Um, I think more from, like you said, it's hard from an enjoyment standpoint because it's what we, what we do. Um, I think it's more, you know, where you're looking at, uh, what players are doing, what adjustments that you make from the regular season to the playoffs, um, you know, and just how people can raise raise their the level of their game in these moments. Um, you know, Chelsea Gray playing out of her mind. Um, you know, just kind of like it's just fun to kind of see that this time of year, like who really rises up. Uh, and certainly USA Basketball is paying attention. Uh, I'm sure the the selection committee is watching. You know, every game, and you know, as that we've gotten the pool together, there's a, there's a large pool. Um, and then I think certainly that, you know, the, what, what players are doing is going to be impactful uh, to their ability to, uh, to help you know, USA compete for uh, a World Cup. So I think for, for me, um, you know, as a coach, I, I'm looking at, uh, you know, a couple of different things. I think, you know, you analyze your own way of doing things and you can kind of sit back, you know, in a place that we're not used to being in, you know, which is watching the playoffs. Uh, and you just try to take advantage of, of the time and, and you you know, look at what you've done and, and, you know, compare it to other teams, compare your rosters, to other teams, and, you know, try to get some clarity on, on a, a direction forward. Uh, so a little bit of everything as I, as I sit there and watch, um, you know, I can't say that it was necessarily easy. I probably didn't watch the first few games. Um, and then, you know, I watched uh, scores a little bit, um, but I think the ratings are happening without me. So that's good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can, you can also just flip on a TV and just leave it on for the ratings. Walk. It reminds me, I was talking to, not that he's an, like an admirable guy and anything, but I was doing an interview with Floyd Mayweather once. And he, uh, of course he got rich as a boxer, bought a mansion in Vegas. And, uh, for his pay-per-view, he ordered his maid to turn on all 40 of his televisions while he wasn't there. So that it would improve the ratings. Uh, so, you know, you, you can do that too. You can at your mansion, Cheryl, at your mansion, you can have all of your servants gather to watch all the TVs <laughs> to improve the ratings. I think it's a great yep. a great thing you can do. That's how you get rich, I guess. <laughs> your sous chef. I think your sous chef especially should be watching. Uh, I, a lot more <laughs> I want to get to here today. I do want to thank our many sponsors. Let's start with Livia. Yeah, Livia. I'm excited about Livia. I, I, I met with um, some some Livia staff recently. We did a promo shoot, you know, some video, and I kind of talked about my journey with Livia. Uh, but in that meeting, we talked about – um, some new product that uh, they, they would like some of their clients to uh, participate in trying out. So I'm super excited about that. They asked me to be a part of that. And, and uh, you know, I actually enjoy a lot of times you do these things and you're like, ah, I don't like the food or I don't like this or that. Um, that's actually one of the better parts when I when I kind of sought out uh, some advice about Libya, whether that was something I wanted to partner, they wanted, I wanted to partner with them. 
I talked to some people and I said, look, I need to know about the food. <laughs> I like to eat. Um, and I was really fascinated by, by the program and the, uh, not only the taste uh, of, of, the, of the food, but the diversity of the products. Uh, there's, it was really, really interesting that you know, it's not about not eating. That's my biggest thing. I like to eat and, and just learning how to, to eat better. Uh, so I'm excited to maybe expand their, their product line and be a part of that. Good stuff. Uh, thanks also to Lori Ramsey of Successful Marketing Group. Uh, Successful Marketing Group has created and manages all the social media for the Cheryl Reeve Show. If you're looking for social media for your business, I would highly recommend you contact her at Glory at SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com. Thanks, as always, to Glory for all the work she puts in on the show and the social media. Uh, this is probably going to be a I hope I don't sound like a nag, but I'm just going to occasionally bring this up. Any more conversations uh, with uh, the incoming owners or with Glenn about either your future or the direction of the franchise? We haven't, um, you know, the, the, the schedules, uh, with my, with the USA basketball, yeah. there's, there's a little bit more, a little bit more of a challenge and, and, but we're working on it. Um, you know, but there hasn't been anything uh, new to report. I will be with Glenn, um, as we, um, attend, uh, Lindsay's uh, hall of fame out in Connecticut. So her and her induction. So, um, I know that is on the schedule for sure. Beautiful. All right, good. Uh, by the way, another little news nugget here. Women's March Madness will be on ABC in 2023 and 24. I assume you would think that's a good thing. I think it's great for ABC. Uh, I think Howard Megdahl said it, said it best in, in his uh, you know, kind of writing on this that we always say, oh, this is good for women's sports. No, it's good for ABC. Right. Um, and, and so I think, I think uh, uh, sort of a no-brainer, and it's about time uh, that that's happened. So obviously we're excited to, to see it get done. What what's the next step with the women's national team? Are you uh, you have any uh, tournaments coming up? You have any scout? I mean, I don't even know what what's next on your schedule. Yeah, what's next is we'll gather in Las Vegas uh, the week of September sixth. Uh, we will we will be there for uh, about six days before we depart for Sydney. So we'll train in Las Vegas. Um, you know, we'll we'll practice and then we'll we'll have a uh, intra squad scrimmage uh, called a, a showcase. And, uh, from there, um, we'll, we'll travel over to Sydney and we'll get some, um, you know, pre world cup play, uh, work in with a couple other teams, like informal settings. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's about a month long journey with USA basketball culminating, uh, hopefully, um, and in the, uh, the medal rounds of, of the world cup. It's just so funny. Uh, someone who, again, who's covered pro sports for a long time and, you know, every pro sports was afraid to do anything near Vegas, you know, afraid of the specter of gambling. And now everybody just goes to Vegas, you know, I mean, everybody just goes, <laughs> hangs out in Vegas and it's, and it's fine. You know, because you can gamble anywhere anyway. Um, so when you're in Vegas, do you have any fun? Uh, when I'm there for um, things like USA basketball, um, it really is uh, more, uh, you're, you're kind of task oriented and what you're doing. Uh, I do like to walk in Vegas. Um, so I'm hopefully the, the weather will be, not as hot. Uh, I do like to walk and, and just kind of, you know, look around a little bit, but, uh, depends on who I'm going with, you know, <laughs> right. If I'm on a family trip, it's, it looks a little different than, than maybe, uh, when I'm representing USA basketball. Right. Uh, speaking of Vegas, uh, obviously the aces are in the final four. Uh, I really found it fun and interesting to watch the three on three tournament in Tokyo, Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young, among the uh, members of the gold winning team. And now Kelsey Plum, you know, following that experience has had a breakout year. Jackie Young is a, a another important player in that team. Do you think the three on three tournament 
helped those players develop or was it just a good place for them to show what they can do? Uh, maybe a little bit of both. I think they both were on the verge, um, you know, with, with their teams, uh, you know, that they both as number one picks uh, maybe took a little bit longer, you know, to get to this place. Um, and, you know, but you have to sometimes kind of, you know, go through the journey. I think both have been so committed. They're both uh, physically just always really prepared. Uh, they take care of their bodies. They condition their bodies. Uh, three on three, I think that was that was definitely a part of that uh, that process in terms of where they are physically and what you have to be able to do to play three on three. Um, it's a lot more physically demanding. I know it seems strange, um, you know, because it's half court, but um, the pace of it is pretty intense, and and you got to go go go. Well, that's that's right up Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young's alley, uh, and so I think they probably gain confidence, you know, each time that they participate in that three on three. And I think it also, obviously the, you know, it has translated into their work five on five, uh, with, with the aces. So I think it just was a matter of learning a lot in their early years. And I thought Bill Lambeer did a great job bringing both those players along and giving them confidence. Uh, and then now Becky, uh, you know, kind of gets to benefit from the fruits of those labors. And, and then I think also, um, maybe giving Kelsey and, and Jackie, um, you know, really the entire team, you know, kind of the green light to, to fire away. They've played at a much different pace uh, and a different style than, than what Bill played at. They're both successful. Uh, Bill was highly, su- highly successful. And then obviously Becky, who, by the way, uh, named coach of the year uh, mm-hmm. in the WNBA. So congrats to Becky. Obviously very, very deserving because you, when you inherit a really good team, you know, it's hard, you know, because you like, yeah, it's great to have talent, but um, you're, you're heavily scrutinized because you can't screw it up. Uh, and so, you know, you do get credit when, when you're supposed to win and you do win. I think that's really important because there is a lot of pressure to do that. And I know for them, you know, that they would feel very, very disappointed if they don't win a championship. Obviously, they have the talent to do it. Um, you know, I think what to me I think is going to separate their ability to win is, is their ability to play defense at a high level. And they haven't done that consistently this season. Uh, it's a matter of, I think, you know, the, like their opponent. Um, you know, this, this series, this Seattle Vegas series is going to be intense. I think it's going to go five games. Um, and obviously Vegas works you know, really hard for the home court. Uh, but Seattle has one on the road. They're playing great. I mean, that's, that's a series to watch and certainly Chicago, Connecticut. Uh, but I think if you like offense, um, I think Seattle's defense is better. Um, Seattle is going to win at home. That's what they do. And, but I think they're good enough to win on the road. So Vegas has their hands full. Um, and, and then, you know, obviously the finals will be a whole nother, whole nother animal, uh, to see who gets through there. And Sue Bird, uh, boy, it, you know, if anybody, any, any worries about whether she had anything left, she's played great. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about it. She wouldn't do it like, like Sue, uh, like Diana Taurasi. I think they say as long as they can still, you know, perform at a high level, you know, they want to keep playing. Uh, Sue, Sue never wanted to look bad. Sue always wanted to. You know, if she felt like she was declining at all, you know, she'd step away. And I think that's the same thing for, for Sue and for, for Tarasi. Is there anybody in this final four you're going to find yourself pulling for? Not at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> all right. That answers no, that I question. Think that was, uh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't have. I'm not fans of any other team, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> uh, have you chatted with Whalen lately? I have not talked away in a while. Um I know that uh, obviously they're they're picking up and getting things going, but uh, we'll we'll probably connect here before things get crazy for. Her. You know, Cara Quinn as my realtor. She just sold my house and did a great job doing it and made it all very pleasant. Uh, she now is running or transitioning to a new business. Seti 
Coley is a family-owned Twin Cities-based home remodeling, real estate, and property management company offering personalized service and outstanding client care. Said he Coley means seven hills, a nod to the seven hills of Rome, Italy. Services they provide, home remodeling, carrying out a high-quality residential kit, kitchen, bathroom, basement remodels, and other home improvement projects, realtor services, helping buyers navigate today's challenging real estate market, property management, offering full-service management of rental properties for new and experienced real estate investors, and they offer all kinds of wraparound services. In other words, this is one-stop shopping if you want to remodel, remake, sell your home. Thanks once again to Car for everything she's done for me. Uh, we would also like to tell you AllEnergySolar.com, longtime sponsor of the podcast. Uh, we've been telling you about the benefits of solar energy for a long time. We also want to remind you that solar as a home improvement project is a really good idea. Uh, when considering property upgrades for home or business, solar should be under consideration. Uh, most home improvement projects don't pay for themselves to the property sold. Solar pays back regardless of property sale. Most systems are warrantied for 25 to 30 years. After 30 years of operation, solar could have paid back 300 to 400% of the cost. It will boost your resale value. Uh, installing solar panels is viewed as an upgrade. Buyers consider electric bills when buying a home. Average increase in resale values, about $4,000 to $6,000 for each one kilowatt of power. Homes with solar often sell faster than those without and you get 100% return on solar investment upon your home sale. Go to allenergysolar.com and see what kind of a deal they can provide you. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. 10 cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. Do you like the idea of the WNBA, uh, you know, and Kelly and some other pe sports writers I know in the Bay Area really lobbying for a WNBA team? You think that's a possibility? I do think it's a possibility. I think that, you know, we've long talked about the Bay Area uh, being an uh, expansion team. Um, I, I, you know, I get disappointed that we keep bringing it up because we always say they're going to be a great, uh, great option. But for years, they haven't produced, um, you know, the, the level of interest financially. Um, and I think, you know, the, the Golden State franchise uh, would be one uh, that, that would probably uh, be best suited um, in terms of the, uh, the financial uh, interest that, that I think Kathy has in, in, uh, in, in expansion. Uh, but, hey, you know, it's, it's kind of time, you know, that Kathy is openly talking about expansion, wants to announce soon, wants to have a team playing in 2024. Uh, so um, I think it's time, Bay Area. I think it's time for, you know, I think there was a group in Oakland. Uh, but it's a matter of money, and and Kathy's not going to get into a, a situation where she doesn't feel like it can be financially viable. You know, you've you've got to be able to to be willing to invest in this thing, and um, you know, if that happens, great. I, I do think it would be supported there. Uh, so, Glory Ramsey, uh, she runs Successful Marketing Group, one of our sponsors. She also handles marketing for the Cheryl Reeves Show. She put out a tweet today that has a photo of you holding an ERA yes sign. Anything you want to add to that? <laughs> Yeah, we, we um, I had a chance to 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 be a part of um, you know lobbying for uh, this to be on the ballot for Minnesotans to vote 
for the Equal Rights Amendment, uh, which I know that when I first dove into this, you kind of go, wait, we don't already have equal rights? I know. You know, like that's crazy. Uh, So here I am, you know, at the age of of 55 um, going, uh, you know, like, can we put this on a ballot and let people vote? You know, (laughs) we want equal rights for women. Uh, So we're, we're lobbying to even have it on the ballot. Uh, you know, as you know, it's been a long journey uh, for for the ERA, and I just want to lend my support to that. So that, that I didn't see uh, what what Gloria posted, but um, uh, that's that's where that came from. And and uh, you know, we'll, I'll continue my work with them. Let's get a final thought from Cheryl. Thanks again to Brian Burdett, our producer. Thanks also to Livia, Rudy Luther, Toyota, Car Quinn, Successful Marketing Group, All Energy Solar, and TSR Injury Law. Thanks as always to Cheryl for her time. Again, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. And if you like basketball, you might also check out the John Krasinski show, which is one of the more popular shows at talknorth.com. All right, Cheryl, final thought on anything you like. Oh gosh, Jim, I just getting off vacation. So I'm, I'm, uh, okay, I'm you excited don't have to, to have a of... final thought. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot of deep thoughts. Uh, you know, I, just getting back from vacation, enjoyed the hell out of that and, uh, being with, with, uh, Oliver over in the Wisconsin Dells had just an absolute blast and, and uh, was nice to get away and decompress and, you know, go cart riding, eating bad. Don't tell Livia. Uh, and, and uh, you know, laser tagging and wave pooling and all the stuff that you do and, and uh, a little moose jaw pizza, which I think everybody probably does over there. Uh, but just just a great time. And um, I'm excited to kind of get back to work now. Are you a state fair person? You know, I was just asked that. Are we going to go to the state fair again this year? I I do enjoy going, and since we haven't been in, in a while, I'll probably you know we'll probably take the family out there for sure. All right. Well, enjoy. I'm glad you had a little downtime. We'll talk to you next week. And again, thanks to everyone for listening to TalkNorth.com.